inquiry is powerful when it's fresh, when it's in the moment, when it's honest, right? Inquiry becomes dead when you have an expectation of what it's going to do for you. And usually, after a period of time of using inquiry, the natural tendency of mind is to think this is a method or formula for getting rid of what I don't want, getting rid of sadness or fear or anger or anxiety, any unwanted emotion. We start to use the inquiry to get rid of those things. But that's not the purpose of inquiry, right? The true purpose of inquiry is to burn through your egoic identification and the genetics of mind or the genetic mind. That is the primary and really only purpose of inquiry. Initially, it's very helpful to inquire into your emotions to see what they actually are. But deeper than the emotion, any emotion is the presence that's unaffected by any emotion, right? The storms that come into our life, the presence is unaffected by that. And by presence, I'm talking about the truth of who you are, the consciousness, the life that animates your body, your eternal nature. So inquiry becomes dead when it becomes a method or a formula to get rid of what you don't want so that you can attain the peace or freedom that you know is there. And it's this knowing that it's there, this knowing the right answer. If I inquire into my anger, eventually I'll find peace or my sadness or my fear right? And this overlooks what is aware of the sadness, what is aware of the fear, right? What is aware of the stress in your life. This awareness is what inquiry is meant to point to, but it's not a formula or a method. The inquiry, who am I, right, is designed to burn through your egoic identification, the deep belief that you are a separate individual from everyone else, which lives in a sense of self built on top of your name, right? This feeling, I am me, and this is my name, and this is my past, and this is my body. These are my hands, these are my eyes, this is my mouth, this is my voice, these are my thoughts, these are my problems. So the root of all of it is this feeling of me and these are my problems, right? And this is my body. And inquiry is designed to burn through that identification to such a degree that the ego still is there, but it no longer has the power to pull your attention away from the bliss of being. And this is overused, maybe, the word bliss, the word happiness or love. And these are words that kind of scratch the surface of what I'm pointing to, right? 
but this presence is a stateless state that is always there and the more you give your attention to that the more the person that is giving the attention vanishes in that vastness there is a natural sense of well-being contentment fulfillment freedom happiness peace joy these are words right but the direct experience is totally different so when you stop the internal conversation whatever the conversation is about and it's usually about people in our life our circumstances what should what should we do are we making the right decision should we change our job our relationship should we work out should we lose weight should we eat better these questions are all rooted in the ego right in this sense of I am the body so the inquiry is cutting through that, enabling, enabling you to see through this core identification to such a degree that you're in the constant state of bliss, which is this stateless state that I'm talking about that is simply always here. We're just normally used to giving our attention to the mind, giving our attention to our circumstances and the people in our life. That's what we're accustomed to doing. And what happens when you get together with friends is you gossip, right? You talk about other people. We all do that. We talk about what this person did or said, right? But none of that, that's all surface level stuff. That's all dancing on the surface of this presence which is in your body and outside your body. It's the silence of the universe. And it's the direct discovery and the deeper and deeper discovery of that presence, that consciousness that you are, that frees you from the constant movements of mind and the emotions that you generate. So we think that suffering, the suffering that we're experiencing is because of what we're feeling, it's because of the people in our life, because of our parents, our circumstances, the pain of our birth process, right? But that's not the reason you're suffering. The reason is simply because you are identified with your body, that you are identified as this person who needs to make decisions you are identified with some potential future you are identified with your past right so this inquiry who am I cuts through all that so you can see that the ego itself is unreal your name is unreal and really that is the only purpose of inquiry and Ramana Maharshi the only way he felt that it would serve you is to put that question literally like write the question who am I in your heart and the heart he was referring to is the spiritual center of the body which is to the right of your physical heart but you can put it in your physical heart it doesn't matter and repeat that question over and over and over again initially there has to be this fierce urgency to see through the egoic structure and the repetition of the question generates an energy it's not a normal question it has no answer it turns the mind to the source 
which is alive within you. It's alive within you, right? So you turn your attention with that question. And then eventually this structure starts to break down. The mind loses its power. It becomes weak. It no longer can grab your attention with mundane concerns. And if you are focused on mundane concerns, your attention is on the source. So you're not actually focused on anything other than the source. This is the teaching of Ramana Maharshi, right? The mind is always going to move to past or future and making decisions about those things or judging those things, judging other people, judging yourself, beating yourself up, right? These are movements of mind. And when we give our attention to those movements, we naturally feel bad, especially if we're replaying something in the past, trying to fix it or change it, or wish it wasn't that way. This is the graveyard that Papaji talked about. It is a graveyard. Focusing on the past is death. Focusing on the eternal now that you are is a fresh alive discovery that happens in every single breath, every moment. This is the vigilance of now. And the vigilance of now is to give your attention to your heart until the mind weakens to such a degree. It just rests in the heart. And then you're living from the expansion of the heart, right? So inquiry, real inquiry, fresh inquiry, lives in not knowing. If you know the answer, then your inquiry is dead. If you know you should discover peace, there's no value in the inquiry, right? So the karma yoga of inquiry is to not have an expectation of a particular result. Because over time, that's what happens. The mind says, oh, this is the way to feel good. So I'm going to use inquiry to get rid of what I don't want. And I know the answer is peace. I know the answer is love or freedom, right? And it's this knowing that makes the inquiry dead. And it's not real inquiry if you're trying to get rid of something, right? Because it's not even really about getting rid of the ego. It's seeing that the ego is not real. So how can you get rid of something that's not even real in the first place, right? This is the purpose of inquiry, is to burn through that core identification or this sense, I am this body, I am me, right? So freedom is here. Freedom is who you are. Happiness is who you are in the core and you literally retrain the mind by directing its attention to the source through the question, who am I? That is the core question because it slices through the identity. But it also burns through this sense that you are in charge, that you are the doer, that you are in control of your life. And the deeper you go with this, you recognize that the body itself has predestined actions that it came and incarnated on this planet to fulfill. So the body is going to do whatever it was meant to do. And if you give your attention to your body and identify with it, you will suffer. Period. End of story, right? 
if you focus on this presence, the life within you, then you naturally feel causeless joy. It's not tied to anything. It's who you are. It's deeper than name and form. You're surrounded by it, right? You are in it, the vastness, which can't be described. Everything that I can say can only point to it. But your direct experience of this, that's the nature of inquiry, is direct experience. And the karma yoga is no expectation because you're in service to your own liberation. Karma yoga is in service to others. That's the yoga of karma yoga, right? Is service, selfless service to others. But selfless service to yourself is to give your attention to the source. That's selfless service to yourself, right? But the other aspect of karma yoga is no expectation. This is the unknowing of fresh inquiry, right? The not knowing, the no expectation. If you have an expectation of discovering peace, or freedom in your inquiry, it's dead, right? So the fresh and live inquiry is when you don't know and you have no expectation. You just recognize, I don't feel good right now. What's going on? And you start to inquire, what am I thinking about? What am I believing? What am I focused on? Am I thinking about the future, the past? What's going on? It starts there, and then the deeper inquiry is the who am I, which is this energy, this sacred fire that burns through the core identification so that you can realize on a deep, deep level that you are this silent presence, this peace that surpasses all understanding, that is in the core of everything and everyone, that you are not separate from anything or anyone. And you can recognize directly that you are the presence that was never born and will never die. Thank you so much for listening. This is Koshi, and I'll be talking to you again soon. Thank you.